We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Mañana viernes, sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo.
Well, hello, hello, and welcome to episode six of Black Shirt Mixtape. I am your host on this sonic journey, Jesse. How's everybody doing? Well, I hope. I think we're going to do an all 80s, mostly 80s, maybe some early uh, early 90s, I was about to say aughts, early 90s uh, tracks from 80s bands. Uh, such a great era. Um, I'm pretty steeped in that when it comes to what I listen to in my collection and thought I'd share some stuff with you and I want to try and stay away from, you know, when you listen to those eighties compilations, there's like 20 songs. I just, that's it. It's like hits of the eighties and here's the same 20 songs. I'm going to throw some of those in there, but I'm also going to kind of throw in some random stuff to make, make you scratch your head and say, Hmm, never heard of that before. Or gee, that was awesome. Or even God, that was terrible. Don't ever do that again, Jesse. But, um, kicking us off on this episode was I know there's something going on uh, by Frida and Frida um, was one one fourth of uh, ABBA. Everybody loves ABBA, right? Um, This was her first uh, solo single and I love this track. I mean, it's super catchy, but I love it because Phil Collins plays drums uh, on it. And if you're a drummer like me, uh, you, uh, his sound is instantly recognizable uh, the way he tunes his drums. uh, And that definitely makes the song that much more awesome. Um, and then we sagged into a track called Eyes of a Stranger, and that was by a band. They've gone by a couple different names, but the Payolas, Paul, Hyde, and the Payolas, um, Rock and Hyde. Uh, the point that I'm trying to make here is that Bob Rock was uh, in the band. Uh, he was one of the uh, guys that formed it along with Paul Hyde. And Bob Rock went on to massive success later on in his career uh, producing uh, Metallica. He produced the Black Album, uh, Motley Crue, um, Aerosmith, Bon Jovi. I mean, the list goes on. He's a hard rock legend when it comes to production. But this is actually where he got his start um, with his high school buddy, Paul Hyde. So I'm going to, I think next up we're going to play some Cure. Um, But I'm not going to play any of their mainstream stuff. Um, In addition to their massive catalog, uh, they've got a uh, substantial amount of great B-sides and singles, um, or sorry, B-sides and rarities um, that they've put out over the years. And there's a great album that compiled a uh, a good chunk of them called Join the Dots. Um, it was like 1978 through the early aughts. Um, and I'm going to play the B-side of a track um, from a, the B-side of a track called Never Enough. Uh, and the B-side is called Harold and Joe. Check it out.
That uh, was Romeo Void's A Girl in Trouble is a Temporary Thing. Uh, great, great track. Um, there's a great compilation the band put out called uh, Warm in Your Coat, which captures that single plus their other song they are known for, Never Say Never. Um, really interesting band. Really love them out of San Francisco. And obviously before that, we had um, The Cure. I hope you guys like that one as well. So um, if I were to say to you, Wang Chung, you guys would probably go, oh yeah, those are the guys that sing Dance All Days and Everybody Have Fun Tonight with the Goofy video and all that. They're actually a really talented band and they put out a really great track um, that accompanied a film by the same name called To Live and Die in LA. Um, it's a little long, but I really, really like it and I think it fits nicely into this mix. So enjoy.
I think it gets much more 80s than that. What do you think? That was um, Ice House, uh, a song called Electric Electric Blue. Boy, I can't talk today. Um, So Ice House, a band out of Australia, a very popular band. And um, that was one of two uh, major hits that they had stateside. Is that one? And then a track called Crazy um, from an an excellent album they put out called Man of Colors. Um, I love when... Uh, shifting gears here a little bit. I love when uh, bands split up or take a break and then their, you know, respective lead singer, guitar player, whatever, they put out their solo, their first uh, round of solo material, and you can listen to it and go, God, you know what, I see exactly what you brought to that band. Uh, and that's exactly the case with um, uh, Donald Fagan. So Donald Fagan is the lead singer of Steely Dan. And I believe around 81, 82, the band took a hiatus and Donald went out and released his um, excellent debut album called The Nightfly. And this song called New Frontier, I, I remember hearing it. I mean, obviously, was young when I heard it. But when I heard it when I was um, probably like in high school, I'm like, oh, my God, is that Steely Dan? Because it just sounds exactly like them. Um, still a great song, still a great album. So enjoy.
love that song but uh it took me the longest time to realize that he's not saying underpants he's saying underpass underpass that was uh john fox uh great great i mean again super 80s uh that was a, an album off an album called metamatic um and then before that we had some donald fagan so i i really love steely dan i love donald's solo work really really talented individual um i think so I mentioned earlier that we were going to do some mostly 80s and then maybe a little early 90s stuff from um, 80s bands. Uh, if you know me, you love you know that I also love Susie and the Banshees. Uh, just a great band. 
love what 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 they how they started out uh super post-punk and then kind of morphed into this um mtv you know darlings of mtv uh with their early 90s work um and i'm gonna play a song called peekaboo off of peep show um and i believe that you know they also had another big hit with kiss them for me um but talk about a band that's just had had a great career a lot of longevity um you know from late 70s through the 80s and then into the 90s um so this is peekaboo by Susie and the banshees Yeah. <sighs> 
Such a great song. That, of course, was uh, Duran Duran. Um, you know, I was doing a little bit of research uh, on the band there. Actually, that was the first concert I ever saw when I was nine years old. My dad took me to go see Duran Duran, and they, they were my first Radiohead, my first Cure, my first pretty much band that I was, like, obsessed about. Um, but I was reading about um, the album that this track uh, was off of, which was Big Thing. This was their fifth album. I mean, these guys have, have pivoted so many times with with different styles. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how relevant they still are today. I mean, they still tour. They still put out, um, you know, some great music. But um, this was their kind of attempt to get into the more dance scene. Like house music was big when this record came out. Um, rave was just, uh, you know, rave music was just you know, coming to fruition and they, you know, they did a really good job of incorporating that into their sound to remain relevant. I love it. Um, I love that band so much. I'm going to play a song. Um, let's see. I'm going to play a song from the, the, and there's a couple of songs that like when I listen to from the eighties, like I don't care if it comes on where I hear it, I let the song play. And this is definitely one of them. Um, I find it very inspiring. I find it very hopeful, even though it's kind of starts out a little bleak. Um, but it really is a phenomenal song. It's a, they're a great band. Some of their stuff is a little harder to get into, not for the casual lit listener. Um, but, uh, I'm going to play you a song called this is the day. And then I'm going to seg that right into probably my all time favorite eighties track called if you were here. Um, which plays at the end, it's by the Thompson Twins, and it plays at the end of 16 Candles when Sam uh, is um, and Jake are sitting on her dining room table uh, over the birthday cake um, about to have their first kiss. And it's just an unbelievable track uh, by the Thompson Twins. But uh, I'm going to kick things off with This Is The Day by The The. Oh, I did. Send the sun, and 
I don't know what it is about that song, but every time I hear that keyboard solo at the end, it literally makes the hair stand up on my arms. Um, I, I'd love to do research on like how music like affects you, like the chemicals, the chemicals between us. Um, anyway, that was uh, Thompson Twins, great '80s track called "If You Were Here." I think that kind of brings us to the end of the show. It's been a great, uh, mostly '80s episode six. Uh, I thank you guys for um, for joining me. And um, as always, if you are so inclined, you can also check out my pop culture podcast, uh, Tacos and Turntables. We talk about music, uh, movies, um, lots of great stuff. Our last episode uh, featured um, African-American directors and artists that really influenced the four of us growing up. Uh, I'm actually really proud of it. I think it's a really neat episode. I'm going to close us out with a song from the 80s, pretty synonymous with the 80s, but I'm going to play you the live version of it because I think the it's not superior, but it's pretty damn good. Um, I'm not even going to introduce it because when you hear the song kick in, you're going to go, gee, Jesse, that's like the most 80s song ever. So as always, thank you guys for listening. Take care of yourselves and stay safe. And I'll see you on episode seven of Black Shirt Mixtape.
completamente gratis toda esta orientación. Vamos con la primera pregunta. Muy. piedras renales, piedras Bam bam, mon chasse plage, chichomoni, abouffé, salangang, buffant, trompe 